Hi there, it's Melvin. Just wanted to take a moment to thank the team over at Thryzer for supporting this month's podcast sessions. Thryzer is a payment platform that you have to check out if you are a private pay therapist and accepting out-of-network benefits. It basically helps clients save on therapy up front. Thryzer can help verify a client's out-of-network benefit ahead of the first session so that they get transparency up front on what their out-of-pocket costs will be. I'll tell you more about Thryzer here in the middle of our session, but if you go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, you actually end, then enter the code STC upon sign up, you get your first $2,500 in fees waived. Again, that's over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, and be sure to enter the promo code STC. So we'll jump right into today's podcast session. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's session of Selling the Couch. I hope that you're doing well and uh, having a wonderful day. So for the sake of full transparency, this morning as I'm recording, this has been one of the hardest days from a podcasting tech perspective, and then also from a parent perspective. Our little one is definitely pushing a lot of boundaries the last couple of weeks, and uh, this morning was particularly rough. And I had two podcast interviews. This conversation was is the second one, the very first one. I ended up having to cancel because, unfortunately, I was with a good friend, but ended up having to cancel because like the tech was just not working. And I was just honestly getting so flustered that I just didn't know what to even how to fix it. Because I was running into a situation with without getting too technical with sound that I just hadn't run into before. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? So but here we are. And uh, I was able to fortunately record the second one. I was able to make enough tweaks to figure it out. And, and to at least get it to a working level. Today's podcast is a, it's a coaching call, and we are having a conversation. Uh, it's with Tammy, and uh, Tammy's website is over at affinitycouplescounseling.com. She's based out of Northern California, but sees couples all around the state of California. And Tammy was a part of Online Course School, um, our first uh, beta group here in the fall, this past fall. And we're having this conversation about how do you develop an email list alongside of an online course. Uh, this, I think, I know that many of us who are in the online realm, and particularly those of us that are thinking about online courses, we've probably heard something like, hey, you should really build an email list. Social media is something that you don't want to be at the mercy of a social media platform, whether it's changes in an algorithm or you know, you could get banned out of social media for some random reason. Uh, this actually happened to a friend recently where they got like temporarily banned out of LinkedIn, not even something for they had posted, but because the frequency of their posting, it, it sort of triggered something where they thought it was like a spam account. And yeah, so we're having this conversation about how do you simultaneously build an email list? And I hope that today's podcast session or today's coaching call is super helpful for Hey friends, we are on sabbatical from the STC podcast. This is my first sabbatical in seven years, but we will be back in April with brand new episodes of the STC podcast. In the meantime, there are a lot of things happening still with STC. 
among them is a brand new workshop that we put together for you that you can sign up at a date and time that works for you. If you are a successful private practitioner and interested in launching an online course, you can check out that workshop over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course workshop. Again, that's sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course workshop. Hey, Tammy, welcome to Selling the Couch. Hi, Melvin. It's great to be here. And one, I before we even jump in, you know, I've had tech issue after tech issue this morning. So I really appreciate your uh, grace and patience. And I, I, w- I felt so fortunate because I was like, oh, it's Tammy. So it's not some, you know, like a brand new podcast guest that I've never met before and look right. like completely unprofessional <laughs> here. So no, it's you always handle it in a teaching way, Melvin. So I just learn. I just sit back and learn all the time. So <laughs> That's a good, that's a good reframe. Are you a therapist by chance? <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to our conversation. You know, when we do these calls, I, I like to see them more as collaborative and us kind of exploring an area together. You've been extremely busy personally, professionally. Uh, you're in the process of creating an online course. So Tell us first a little bit about this online course idea, and uh, yeah, and then we can kind of jump into the question. Yeah, absolutely. Last year, I chose to start a podcast called Marriage Breakdown, and the idea being that trying to take therapy out of the office and make it more accessible to couples, because research shows that couples spend like six, seven years just unhappy, and believe me, when they get to your office that way, it makes it hard to treat. And so they may not hang in there. And so I just really felt a calling to get something out there. So the online course will continue that. I'm still developing that, but really it's communication. Every couple I talk to, no matter what brings them in, they all say we can't communicate. I mean, that's Mm. all of them. We, We need help communicating. We can't communicate. We're not communicating. And even though there are reasons for that that are have nothing to do with their ability to communicate, (laughs) you know, I statements, this and that. I think there's some things to help couples understand about why that's so hard. And it's not about each other. They come in like going fix the other person. And so that's what I'd like to do a course on. And I have things I always say to couples, I'm trying to bring that in. So that's kind of where I'm at is how to organize it to, so it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think they're very cool thing for any of us like that are making these courses because we have the real world experience right either personally or just like seeing clients and i think it's it's a very cool thing because you get to develop almost a personalized online course yeah that's i want to i guess i just feel a real calling to get to more couples personally my parents marriage affected my life so much because it wasn't good. And um, I don't work directly with children, but I think (laughs) that I've chosen to work work with couples. I'm really indirectly trying to get to the kids in the family and help. So, yeah. And I feel like for any of us, like when we have an online course, that is where there's a personal investment, right? I think it, it makes the process like everything from 
the writing the sales page all the way to creating the content itself, right? It just makes it more real and make, makes it more personable, I think, in a, as opposed to, you know, these are blank, 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 right? Sort of that generic framework. You And I know you've been sort of navigating multiple things. And I think one of the things that you were ta- you were trying to figure out, and, and this is what our, our conversation today will be on, is this idea of like, how do you develop an email list alongside the online course, right? And what does that yeah. look like? Yes, um, I'd like some help with that. Yeah, that sounds good. And, and before we even jump a little bit more into that, tell me more about like what you're thinking, like what, you know, why... Why did you feel like an email list is important to an online course? I've done a little bit of, I've tiptoed into the content creation world, which is a little intimidating. Honestly, I've taken, I think it's Jeff Walker's product launch formula where he talks about that. And I've gone around other content creators. And so I know an email list is really critical if you want people to move into purchasing something. And so if I want this to be an income stream, if I want this to get to more people, that's kind of where I'm at and wanting an email list is to have an audience or fans or whatever the term is to purchase the products I'll be putting out there. So, yeah, I mean, it's a really good thought. Yeah. I mean, like people that believe in you and people that believe in your work and that are sort of interested in that topic. I forgot where I like heard this recently, but you know, they, and I know this is something I kind of fell into, which is the thing with social media is right. Any of these social media channels, it can be really easy to believe that, you know, my X amount of followers, right. Will translate directly into online course sales. But you know, it was actually when I was part of the Maven Accelerator, uh, David Perel from Rite of Passage came in and he said, you know, one of the things that you have to do is You have to think about social media on one side. You have to think of a bridge and then you have to think of an email Mm -hmm. list on the other side. And we have to help our social media followers cross that bridge because the email list is what ultimately leads to sales. A lot of people get stuck and they think like just keeping it on social media. That may over time, but I think it it's accelerated with the email list and then also, I think the argument was with social media, we're often at the mercy of an algorithm, right? So even we post right. something, not all of our followers may see it. Whereas an email list, typically they're going into directly into the, the inbox, right? Yeah. And social media has not been a place I've played much. And I there are certain people I follow that I'll open their email every week. You are one. Matt Ragland's another person. I mean, I'll... I'll open and look at it and see what I can learn. So just personally me, I'm opening people that I'm fans of, but I don't have, I've never seen you on Twitter. I've never seen, you know, so that's just not a channel that I'm, you know, into. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're both part of Jeff Walker's product launch formula, I know. And there was something that, you know, he was saying, and I'm probably going to like butcher the stat, but he was saying just how like significantly, like, I think it's like five to 15 times more, like an email list is five to 15 times more powerful in terms of sales than like a social media sort of channel. Which I could definitely see that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he 
he makes a lot of sense when he talks about it for sure. Um, so yeah, that's why I was really intrigued after hearing, you know, I, I listened to his build a email list while you launch. And so that was, yeah, just getting a little bit more information about that was really interesting to me. Yeah, absolutely. So how about we dive kind of into this question, which is, you know, how do I develop an email list alongside the online course? And I absolutely think, and I shared this with you guys in online, you know, and you were part of the the initial founders cohort for online course school, which I'm so grateful for the trust. And uh, and one of the things I, I feel like 90%, maybe over that, of our sales for the healthcasters, the podcasting course have come from email, um, which is like super fascinating, right? And I think that's sort of, it made me like sort of believer in it. And so, I mean, I think there are, before I sort of jump in and share sort of thoughts around, mm-hmm. you know, how I would build this alongside, what thoughts do you have? Because you're, I mean, you've learned, you're learning a lot of this stuff, you know, and I know, knowing you, I know you think deeply about this stuff. And Thank you. I think for me, I believe that Jeff Walker talks about Google ads. He talks about some things like that. He talks about guesting on podcasts, you know, just YouTube, whatever, you know, he, he talks about different channels to, to get to the email list. I think for me, I get overwhelmed very quickly. Like, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to spend money. And then I kind of freeze and go, I don't know. I think I'll join this mastermind with Melvin. You know, I just get, it kind of gets big and intimidating. What am I going to say on a podcast? I don't know. And so that's why I brought this topic in because I think I hear the steps, but the thought of like taking the next step is too big or something. Yeah. And at one, I wanted to like normalize that because it's something that I struggled a lot with. So I did the exact opposite, which is everybody keeps saying you should be everywhere on social media. So let me, in 2015, while I am starting a podcast and have zero idea on even how to do a podcast, let me go jump into Facebook, followed by LinkedIn, followed by Instagram and Twitter. And let me try to manage all of these balls in the air while building an email list. Like, yeah, which... I do not recommend that at all. I mean, that was a formula for burnout <laughs> very quickly. Uh, even now, like, uh, you know, I mainly been active on Facebook and only this year, 2022, have I even ventured into Twitter, you know, end of 2021. And I realized like, okay, I'm gonna, and even with, I was like deciding between LinkedIn and Twitter. And I was like, I don't I know I can't do both. I just want to do one thing, right? Makes and, sense. Um, yeah. So that's like my biggest sort of one big tip for you, which is I don't think there's a right solution. I think mm-hmm. ultimately it's what's in alignment with sort of your creative energy. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So even like taking a step back and saying, like, what social media channels do I enjoy being on? Like, if even if I didn't have to create the content, like, what do I enjoy being on? Is it. Pinterest Mm -hmm. is Instagram. Like, what is, you know, is it a podcast, right? Like, I think that question is really helpful. There's a piece that's missing, which I should probably just fill in the gap, which is, I think the reason why people say start on like a social platform and then build the email list and then direct people from that platform to the email list Mm -hmm. is because 
there's already concentrated traffic on those platforms, right? Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Because yes. it kind of feels like from nothing. That I think that's what, what it feels like, this huge like yeah. cliff I'm going to fall off into nothing, you know, yeah. because yeah. I don't, how do you get people's attention? Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. It, it's confusing. Super confusing. Yeah. I think like a great image is think of it like an ocean, like if any like social media channel is an ocean, right? Like YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, mm -hmm. podcast, whatever, right? It's almost like you're not going for the whole ocean. What you're actually trying to go for is like build your little island in the ocean. And then people are like, oh, there's Tammy's Island. That looks really interesting, right? So you're sort okay. of like trying to build your small group of people there. And then those group of people then kind of are like, you know, instead of being like, hey, there's Tammy's Island, it's like, oh, let's actually go on the island. And once they go on the island, that's like the email list, right? So, My island is awesome. No, <laughs> it is. I, I have I have zero doubt. I have zero doubt. It's uh, it's awesome. Now I just have that movie couples retreat in my head. Yeah, and and my podcast has given me a little bit. Um, I have a I have a lead magnet that I that I talk about on my podcast, and amazingly, people I don't know are signed up. I, there's not very many. But it's kind of amazing to see that happen. Yeah. And I'm I've done I I did that lead magnet like I don't know last year sometime. Yes. So. Yeah, I mean that's one of the things with these lead magnets, right? Because you build it once, and then it's sort of like it's almost like a uh, being kind to your future self, right? You know, kind of builds. Let me if we could can we dive just a second a little deeper into the podcast because there yeah. are. So you mentioned it on the podcast, right? The lead magnet. Now, do you put it in the show notes themselves? Like, is there a section? I do. I okay. do. I have it on the show notes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's great. And then anytime you, do you at all like share the podcast, any social media channels at all? See, that's what I haven't done because it was a real incubator. Do I want to do this? Yeah. You know, so at first it sounded like, you know, <laughs> very thrown together. <laughs> Me and my phone and yeah, I, a little I, bit of editing. <laughs> As are most of ours, you know. <laughs> so I didn't know how far and wide. So I think I'm at a place where I feel comfortable doing that and and I'm ready to feed it. That's part of yeah. the mastermind. So no, I have done, it's on my website. I've done zero. Yeah. So I mean, again, these are, and what I want you to sort of hear is, it's all about layering as opposed mm -hmm. to like going all in on one thing and just, you know, mm -hmm. so it's the most people will, most people, they get too frustrated to uh, at the beginning of the layering process and then they stop, right? Whereas the power is in this sort of like, okay, I mentioned it on the podcast. I have it on my show notes page. I mentioned it on my selected social media channel, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, that's mm -hmm. sort of layering like that. So so which is, but I think the other thing is, you know, mad props for at least ha building the email list. I think that's awesome. With social media, I'll share like one thing we do. Uh, so when we post to our Facebook community, there will be like, you know, we'll have the graphic of the, the show artwork for that episode. And we'll share like a little thing like, hey, everyone, you know, today's episode is about this. And then we usually have a specific section for just the newsletter. Okay right? Like within the write-up on Facebook, right? And it's a clearly delineated section, you know, 
Like if you enjoyed this episode, it depends on sometimes we'll write it, but like if you enjoyed this episode, you know, feel free to join, you know, over 5,000 therapists that are also subscribed to the newsletter, right? So you're okay. sort of making that transition from social media to the newsletter. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah. And the newsletter is the other thing I think that's a little overwhelming about an email list is now you have to start creating content yeah. beyond showing up and off the top of my head in front of a mic. Um, now I got to like write something. And so I think that's another one that I need help or that feels gigantic. Yeah. I mean, which I think for a lot of people, it feels super gigantic. I think my biggest thing is I learned is just stick to a schedule that works for you. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, like some people are like, you got to email three times a week. I've never emailed three times a week. I don't have, that. like, I'm not that interesting uh, to email like three times a week. So, but right. you know, f- for us, like the week, once a week seems to work well, but I always say like, if you can do once a month where you just take your, you know, you just have one newsletter and say like, hey, everyone, here are our, our last four podcast episodes, you know? Okay, okay, that's helpful, yeah. Yeah, and then the thing is, I think one thing I learned is In my mind, I'm like, okay, I got to start with this. And that means I'm on this horse. And this is the way it's got to go for years and years and years. But I feel like that. (laughs) Yeah. But life is life changes, right? Like, so if you need to change it up, that's okay. Just let your folks know like, hey, everyone, I'm kind of in a crazy season of life right now. And probably going to go to like every, you know, once a month as opposed to, you know, every week or something, whatever, right? Yeah. And that's one thing that this whole journey for me has really shown me is consistency. That feels more important than the time you pick or whatever, because it does feel like that starts a snowball. If you're consistent, like I think my, I was consistent on my podcast, it opened up the door to this and you and I talking and me being a part of a group. And all I did was be consistent and I started really small. So I guess I need to kind of keep remembering that because I get overwhelmed so fast. I, f- I forget all that and it just seems impossible. So yeah, my friend Kevin and I know, you know, Kevin, we were, we had this baseball analogy we came up with the other week and we were like, you know, sometimes like on social media, it feels like everybody's like hitting triples and home runs. But the key mm-hmm. thing is to just hit up singles, like every day show up and just what's your next single? You know, yeah, that's a little easier to, yeah. yeah. And I think what you said is absolutely true. It's the accumulation of those singles, right? Like that one, you're just sort of training your mind to, and training that muscle. But it's for 99 point, I feel like 99.9% of us, it's the singles. But on social media, it seems like it's the home runs, right? That get emphasized. Right. Yeah. The viral, the this, the that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's helpful. It just gets it just gets so confusing, so overwhelming. Yeah. And then I never start, but then I know there's this consistency thing. So like, yeah. okay, if we can just start. So and I think even with the new uh, the you know, I know you're worried about like being consistent. I think one thing that's been helpful for me is to like really embrace batching. So for example, mm. like we don't make our newsletter super fancy. There's an intro, there's like a top tool. Right. So I think you could totally do like Tammy's couples tip. Right. Okay. Yeah. And even if you didn't want to like, what you could simply do is record just a quick loom video. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone, 
you know, today just wanted to give you like a, you know, this is something I see with a lot of couples and just wanted to give you a 90 second tip. And then all you do is just embed that loom right into the newsletter. So now, but the thing is you can batch that, right? Like you can sit down Mm -hmm. in a morning for like an hour or two, knock out like 20 of them, right? And you've got enough content, right? So now it's just a matter of even mm-hmm. I would say the next step is like just having a VA just assemble that, you know? Yeah, that was that's the other thing. I love that idea. I think that's that's a great idea. And leveraging my content because I now have like, I don't remember, 12, mm-hmm. 18 episodes, something like that. I could leverage out of there. I put I put an exercise in every podcast. I could provide those in writing. I mean. That's some of the stuff that I need to kind of just sit with and remind, again, kind of remind myself when I get into that panic. Because I think when I kind of get into that overwhelm panic, it's like my mind blinks and then I go, oh, just let's just see clients this week or whatever. And and so, yeah, I love that idea of just leveraging because that doesn't feel as big if I can just go pull from stuff I've already, you know, done. So Yeah, which I think you're like so much further on that thought process than me because me, I'm like, hey, let's go create brand new pieces of content and make this like 20 times harder on myself. (laughs) And I'm like, I mean, this has been such growth like on my end because, so for example, like the solo episodes I usually do on the fourth week, like previously I was like really scripting and all of that stuff. And then you know, I got on Twitter like in December and I'm writing these like longer form Twitter threads, which have been doing like really well. And I'm like, why don't I just turn those into solo episodes? They've already uh-huh, written. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. then I just take it. And then when it's live, I'll just append it to the end of the Twitter thread as well. Right. So it's like one piece uh-huh. of content, but, you know, presented in different ways. Yeah. In my corporate job, I tried never to create anything. <laughs> Which makes me, whenever I hear this content creation, I'm always like, I don't know if that's me. Because if someone had a good idea or a good slide or good this or good that, I'd be like, hey, can I steal that? Hmm. I'd even steal like phrases or analogies that worked. And so, so yeah, I don't, I need to know it's not as much work. (laughs) That's something I just, I'm like, I don't want to put all this energy into something. So I have to keep reminding myself. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, so even like, sort of the next level of this with your podcast episode. So you've got 18 of these, right? Something like Where that. You, yeah. Yeah. Something around that. So you could use something like otter.ai or Descript to uh, mm-hmm. upload that audio file, turn it into a transcript, right? Then one of your sections in your email could simply be mm-hmm. Tammy's quote of the week. And you literally go and just copy mm-hmm. and paste a little you know, like something that was insightful in there, right? And I bet from one podcast episode, you could probably have quarter, maybe six months worth of content for that one section. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a thought. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. people, I mean, this is the thing, like I think people with newsletters, they're just looking for genuine, helpful content and stuff that's sort of like quick wins too, right? Whereas mm. I think for many of us, we feel like we have to write like books on our newsletter. And I don't think that's always necessarily true. You know? Yeah, it does feel like I have to sit down and write this 500 word paper, or so it feels like homework. Yeah. So I know we covered like a, a whole bunch of range of different things. And so 
we tell me where you're at with all of this. What sort of takeaways? I mean, I would love to even hear like the next, what's the next action step for you? Yeah, that's a good question. I, you know, I think it's, I feel like it's the leverage piece. I want to go look at that content Mm. and, and really ground myself in what's already there and what I could do something with so that that part doesn't feel overwhelming. Cause I think if I can take the next step, even, even the 13 people that have signed up so far, Mm -hmm. right. Why can't I send a newsletter? I mean, I can send a newsletter. Right. And so, so that feels like my next step is to really look at that and, and that'd be good prep before our mastermind starts. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and look, I, I fall into the same sort of thing, which is, oh, it's just like 13 emails, not very much, but those are 13 people who right took t- time out of their day. They felt a connection to you mm-hmm. and they are subscribed to how you in their email inbox, you know? Yeah, I feel guilty every once in a while when I look at them. I'm like, I haven't given them anything. Um, so I've, I've felt, I mean, I gave them my little lead magnet, but yeah, every once in a while I look at them and go, I really should be doing something with this. So <laughs> yeah. And I think like a good, like, I don't know, when in doubt, I always be human, you know, say like, hey, everyone, yeah. you know, I know you downloaded this a while ago and I'm so sorry that I haven't touched base with you since. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know that, you know, I'm going to be trying to email you more regularly. And then the reality is some of those 13 people may unsubscribe, right? And that's right. right? And that's okay because I used to like get so worried about that. But the truth is when people unsubscribe, it may just mean they're not in a season where they need that information. Maybe the lead magnet helped them. Um, and, and in some ways it's helping you kind of, they're doing the work for you, right? So you don't have to go through your email list and clean it out, you know? True. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, sounds good. I'm I'm really excited and uh, really more, you know, excited as we flesh this out in our in our mastermind and think through a lot of this stuff. Uh, yeah, me it's gonna, too. It's gonna be good. I'm I'm excited to see where even in a span of, you know, twelve months where we're gonna be. Yeah, and a really smart VA would probably help me mine that stuff I've already done. So yeah, it'll be interesting to hear more of that from you. So thank you for that, Alvin. Yeah, you're so welcome. And uh, yeah, definitely have some VA resources for you. Yeah. Tammy, where can we learn more about you and the awesome work that you're doing in the world? Yeah, thank you for asking. Uh, My website is affinitycouplescounseling.com. And I have a link to my podcast out there, which is Marriage Breakdown. And it's on all podcast platforms. Perfect. Tammy, thank you again for doing this and uh, have a great rest of your day. You too, Melvin. Bye. Bye. Hey there. Hope you enjoyed my conversation with Tammy and uh, especially if you are in a season where you're trying to navigate this, build an email list and create an online course. And especially if you also have a podcast, I hope that today's podcast session has just given you some new information. Uh, just to make that journey a lot, lot easier. You know, I was reflecting a lot on this conversation. And one of the biggest things I took away and that I could just share with you is in this world of social media, especially one where it seems like a new social media channel comes out like every day, email, I feel like is still something that's around. And I suspect that email will still be here. 
even as some of these social media channels that seem so popular now as they sort of fade away in the future. Yeah, so I hope that uh, today's podcast today's podcast session has just given you some new ideas, especially if you're creating an online course. If Tammy and I mentioned uh, online course school, so if you would love to be a part of that, basically this is a live experience where over the span of eight weeks, we take your online course from an idea to actually validating it, to planning out the lessons, the modules, uh, and then creating your sales page as well. Basically, you'll get to the point at the end of the eight weeks where you'll be ready for your pilot group for your online course. If you'd like to learn more about that, I encourage you to download the free online course guide that I put together. That's over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. That guide just basically contains a ton of lessons that I've learned over the past seven years of building out the Healthcasters course, which is uh, almost at 300 students. And uh, we passed the 250,000 revenue mark for it. So definitely have had quite a few epic fails on that. So Again, that. Hey, friends, we are on sabbatical from the STC podcast. This is my first sabbatical in seven years, but we will be back in April with brand new episodes of the STC podcast. In the meantime, there are a lot of things happening still with STC. Uh, among them is a brand new workshop that we put together for you that you can sign up at a date and time that works for you. If you are a successful private practitioner and interested in launching an online course, you can check out that workshop over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course workshop. Again, that's sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course workshop. Link is sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Selling the Couch podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.sellingthecouch.com. So if you've been listening to the STC podcast for a while, or you've been listening to podcasts and you've had this thought of, Mel, I would love to launch my own podcast in order to grow my business. Just wanted to encourage you to check out our free podcasting workshop, which is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop. You can basically sign up at a day and a time that works for you. It's 90 minutes. And when I do these workshops or when I record them, I truly believe in the quality teaching, so it's going to be well worth your time. We're going to go through gear recommendations and how to launch strategically and how to think about monetizing your podcast and how to line up your podcast with your existing offers and how to do it strategically and authentically uh, and not salesy and slimy um, and all of those things. So again, the link is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop.